Welcome to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast, where we share knowledge, philosophies, wisdom, and insight to help you on your journey in both sport and life. Introducing your host, Rob Riles. Hello, and welcome to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast. Welcome along. It's Rob Riles welcoming you very warmly to another edition. Now, in today's program, I'm going to weave together a few things and a few learnings that have come to my attention in the past few weeks from various sources. I often like to do this on Leader Manager Coach. I indulge myself a little bit, but I sincerely hope that what I weave together for you and bring to you will at least give you one thing that helps in your mindset, your thought processes, and your movement towards your own individual goals. Because sometimes it's just one thing that is the difference between a great day and a not so great day, or even a complete change of direction. And sometimes we just need those one things. And I sincerely hope you find something on your leadership journey on Leader Manager Coach. Okay, so where I'm going to start, I'm going to start with stress. And when I had a reminder the other week that it's stress and challenge that forges trees and makes good tim <coughs> excuse me excuse me okay i'll start again it's stress and it's challenge that forges good timber and makes trees what they are if you have a tree that is on the edge of a forest or it is alone on the moorland and it is open and subject to the vagaries of the weather and is enable, enable to stand for many, many years if it is cut down and used for timber. It will be good timber that will last and has strength and resilience. If it is a young tree that is from a protected environment, it will be much softer and have much less use in terms of what it can be used for. The analogy, of course, is that in life, if you are a mature individual who is prepared to put themselves through optimal amounts of challenge, the right amount of stress and not look for the constant easy way but has within them an overall understanding that to get to point B I will have to pay a price and have to go through certain things, walk through certain amounts of fire, speak certain things, do certain things and subject myself to change then you will forge yourself into whatever it is that you hold as your golden vision. So don't worry about challenge. Let the challenges be in their own way 
as long as they're appropriate to you, the things that change you in a positive way. Number two, I want to weave together. Somebody said to me, how do you spell love? L-O-V-E. And this person said, well, there's another way of, of spelling love, and that is T-I-M-E, time, in English, of course. And when you think about it, it's very true, and it has elements of truth strewn through it. How often do we hear people say, I love this and I love that, I absolutely love this and I love that? How do you know when somebody truly loves something or someone? They spend their time and are prepared to spend their most valuable asset, which is your time, with or on that particular person or subject. People who say, I love you, but choose, and I use that word quite carefully, choose not to spend their time with you or make a commitment or don't turn up or make an excuse and don't spend their time doing what they say they love, it is probably debatable as to whether they do truly love what they say they do. So what is it that you truly love? If you look at your life and look back on it and see where you spend your time, that is what you love. If you spend significant amounts of time watching the television, significant amounts of time scrolling through social media, you love doing that or what that does for you. If you spend significant amounts of time on a project that you choose to spend your time on, that is what your love or your passion is. And I'll come to love and passion in a minute. And if you spend significant amount of time or you choose to with a certain person, it is highly probable that you love that person or those people. So think about it carefully. Our most valuable asset is our attention or our most valuable assets are our attention and our time. Where do you spend your attention and your time. If you want to grow in a certain area, make sure you spend the majority of your best hours as far as you are able on what it is you want to achieve. Otherwise, you will look back and your life will be, have been frittered away of things that you didn't really wish your time was spent on. Number three, said this one before, I'm going to come back to it again. Beware of imitating others. Be yourself. Be truly and utterly yourself. It is the way. There's only one you with all your idiosyncrasies and your differences and your personality and your strengths and your weaknesses and your vulnerabilities. Are you struggling to find that extra edge to help you stand out above the crowd? Separating yourself from the rest is often about personal leadership. Achieve your true potential and become who you really can be. The Leader Manager Coach Pro Course is a unique membership accessing the knowledge and wisdom from history's greats that will help you develop both personally and professionally to make you truly stand out. The Leader Manager Coach Pro Course. Access now at patreon.com Leader Manager Coach. Being the best you with everything you are, good, bad, and ugly, 
will be the best way. It doesn't mean you shouldn't try to improve. It doesn't mean you shouldn't try to knock off the rough edges and get better. And it doesn't mean you shouldn't look at great attributes in other people and try and bring them into your own life. But trying to be somebody else and a clone of another person will lead you to look back at your life and think, I haven't been me. I haven't lived my life fully. Don't make that mistake and don't have that regret. Be yourself. Next one. And I heard this from the great Jordan Peterson. Number one, as a leader, you have to be responsible first and foremost for yourself. We all have to be responsible for ourselves on our journeys. Because if you are irresponsible for yourself, I'm not sure you can be anywhere near a great leader or an example for others. But if you consider yourself a leader and you wish to influence others and be there for others and show a caring aspect for others, you need to take responsibility for them. Now, this is a subtle area. It doesn't mean that you live, live their lives for them. It doesn't mean that you go to prison for what they do if they are criminals. It doesn't mean you control their wealth, their money, their family. It means that you take seriously your role, your responsibilities, and you do everything you can to, to influence where, they, where your role takes you, to help them, to guide them, and to take on a responsibility for maybe some growth of theirs in a certain area. And uh, it's a fine line between doing everything you can and then letting them free to make mistakes and being a control freak. But taking responsibility for others is a sign of great leadership. It is looking beyond yourself to the welfare of others and the world beyond. And that leads me on to the next one, which is about empowering others. As somebody who falls into the category of taking on responsibility for the, for others and showing leadership in that respect is somebody that I work with who shared with me recently a, a presentation. And this presentation was done by two individuals who we've actually done a podcast on the club that they come from, the organization that they're involved with. We've talked about the great Harlequins before, the great rugby union team from England. And in this particular uh, webinar, in this particular piece of information, uh, these two individuals talked about player empowerment. And obviously, if you're not in a sporting environment, you just substitute the word player for people. People empowerment. And they talked about something called self-determination theory. And the essence of self-determination theory, according to them, is three facets. One, autonomy. Two, competency. And three, relatedness, relationships. So let's look at those in a little bit more detail. What is autonomy? Well, autonomy means that you feel you have control. And often in an organization, if you are a, you work there, you have a role there, you may well be told what to do and you have a role in it. And, and that role is defined by somebody else. 
if there is self-determination theory at play, the autonomy is that you have much more control and much more say over aspects of your role. You have a voice. You can express an opinion. You can have input and influence. It doesn't mean that what you think and what you want will be the way, but you feel involved and you feel part of the whole process, the decision-making process and the journey of everyone. You are not just somebody who is told what to do and nobody gives you any thought or any credence about what you think. People who are in that situation where they feel they have a voice are much more likely to stay around, they're much more likely to be involved and they're much more likely to give of their best with obvious, obviously much better outcomes. Number two, competency. Players and people feel that they are moving forward. They are improving in their abilities, their competency, and they are making progress towards set goals. They feel that they are meeting demands and part of the success and forward movement of an organization. They feel competent and they feel valued as a cog in the machine which is obviously linked to their roles and linked to the autonomy that they feel in their particular area, which contributes towards the success of the whole. Number three, relatedness. They feel they belong. They have strong, positive relationships with the cause, with the whole movement, with the ethos of the organization. They have strong relationships and they feel cared for. Now, those three aspects are what these leaders talked about as being crucial parts of self-determination theory, where people feel they have a voice, people feel they are making a positive contribution and moving forward, and people feel they have strong relationships and are cared for. You could transpose that from that sporting environment to any business, I'm sure, or even any family. Self-determination theory, as I see it, and I'm no expert in it, is something that is applicable to every successful organization. And as a leader, a manager, a coach, if you can put into play without necessarily having to name it and do seminars on it and webinars on it, but enable your people, your players, to have a little bit more autonomy, help them to feel competent and be part of something and help them with their relationships and by you relating well to them. I'm sure that it will have nothing but a positive effect on you as a coach, your organisation and your journey. Of course, there is a balance like there is to everything and too much autocracy and too much control in the hands of a few or certain people. There will be a tipping point when the effects become negative instead of positive. It, tra- it takes the right type of people and certainly somebody who is a strong leader who can stand back and can see what's going on can see and feel the the energy of an organization 
and know when things are going too far one way and too far the other way and need to be tweaked. There is a balance. But certainly people want to feel that they belong. People want clarity and non-negotiables too. So just because you have self-determination theory and autocracy and people being able to contribute doesn't mean that you don't set boundaries, have complete clarity and have core competencies and non-negotiables. But there is a barometer needed and when things start to move too much, too far one way, there obviously needs to be checks and balances. But isn't that isn't that the the whole key to a great leader? It makes people feel safe and it also seems to be the way that great parenting works. That you allow and give your children freedom to make mistakes, but at the same time they know what the boundaries are, they know what your expectations and values are, and they act and operate within them. Not uh, an easy thing to create and probably something that's being evolved all the time. So there we are, folks. That's all I really want to talk about this week on Leader, Manager, Coach. I just wanted to bring those few things together. Um, that Some of them are just reminders for us as leaders that we need to allow ourselves and our people to be stressed in the right kind of way to enable them to grow. We need to take responsibility first and foremost for ourselves, but also for others in the right way and to encourage people to be themselves. And I also wanted to talk about those real simple key aspects of self-determination theory that you can bring into your own life, whether that's family, business or sport, to enhance the journey that you're on towards your own success. Thanks for listening. Catch you later.